live from the aftermath of Canadian soccer going full Canadian soccer. Woo! What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Yeah. Seriously, what the fuck? Hello and welcome to the first Vocal Minority Podcast episode of the new year. Hooray. Survived another one. We did. We're well, back again. Congrats. Aren't congrats, you happy? Guys. Other than Duncan. Mark, aren't you happy to be back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... All right. Feign some for, enthusiasm to offset the... All the news that has come out there. recently has just got me so excited. Yeah. Like... So glad. Holy shit. Kind of excited. You guys, it's so much fun. Back to the intro. Uh, we hope you, dear listeners, haven't missed us too much. Yeah. Dear panelists, I don't know. Um, these days, however, in the ever shortening off season for TFC, Price of Success, there's just not usually much happening. <laughs> Luckily, other things stepped in to help out this week. So yeah, on this week's show, you know, we talk schedule. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. important. Yeah. Player transactions. Uh-huh. Sure. Whatever. A new commissioner, the first ever for the CPL. Ooh. Oh, sweet. Ooh. Yes, yeah. important. Yeah. And oh yeah, whether or not the CSA has lost their fucking mind. I'm going to go with yeah. I think so. Mm. But let's mm. but let's let, let's save let's save the essay let's, for let's, later. Let's 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 intro mm. the panel first and and then we'll move on. Uh, first up, Nigel, as he's known in some parts. Please welcome to Duncan Fletcher. Uh, Duncan Fletcher has been replaced by John Herdman. Why I? Jordies. Uh, yeah. Where do you find a medium in those like delightful I, shirts? Yeah, that's impressive. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know how he His breathes. His hair is yeah. so beautifully styled. <laughs> yeah. Did he suddenly get tanner? I don't know. Maybe he got slapped around a bit, but I mean redder. I don't know about. And but yeah, regardless, you look fabulous. Yeah, thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah. Um, to my right, as always, it's the games master, Mr. Mark Hinckley. <laughs> Fuck. Well, John Herbman's taken over from Mark as well. Cool. No, no, I'm channeling Zambrano crying. Uh, Toady is it with us this week? Uh, he's currently in line at Tim Hortons, trying to sign up for a new CPL team. So. Mm. Apparently that's how it works. Um, Fantastic! Drive through. They, they throw in like roll, a six roll pack up the rim and uh, yeah, exactly. Hey, CPL team. Exactly. Oh, I don't even know what this means. <laughs> it um, really. I just wanted a sandwich. <laughs> um, as I, for me, I would have been happy with a, a muffin. Yeah. I, uh, this looks like a lot of work. <laughs> well, we're not going to tell you how. <laughs> exactly. You just get one because uh, uh, it's. Shh. Yes. Anyway. Um, as for me, I don't like Tim Horton, so does that mean I'm out for the CPL stuff? <laughs> I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Send your hate tweets to at KZ Knowles on Twitter. That's right. Oh, I thought you changed it to at Malarkey FC. No, no, no. For the Tim Hortons hate, I'll take it. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't feel like there's, there's a grand groundswell of people ready to desperately defend Tim Hortons at the moment. Oh, I feel like maybe not Tim right Hortons this second. Is, is a bit kind of they're in, they're a bit dodgy the right now. But right now, through right? the yeah. years, it's practi- you know it's practically you know un-Canadian to not love Tim Hortons and yeah. sign me up. I've 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 got a vested interest in this horse if you in this race if you can believe it. So <laughs> I have family that own a bunch out east. Really? Yes. Yeah. 
so you're part of the problem. Yeah, not really. I don't get any of the benefits. I don't get any of the benefits to be part of the problem. Do, do you? But like, maybe do you have an in with our new commish, Mark? What we, we send your send mm, your queries mm. about CPL to. It's not like she's going to tell Ignertalk. me anything. Anyway. <laughs> when I look around me, I can't believe what I see. It seems as if this country has lost its will to live. The economy is lousy, we barely have an army, but we can still stand proudly, cause Canada's really big. We're the second largest country on this planet Earth. And if Russia keeps on shrinking, then soon we'll be first. As long as we keep Quebec, the USA has tanks, and Switzerland has banks. Alright, so first up on the show... Question I asked earlier: Has the CSA lost their fucking mind? Yes, and now onto the schedules. <laughs> so agreed. On Monday night, Ooga! First class Happy New Year! Hashtag five minute podcast. Ooga! A nice try. Damn it! Um, on Monday night, uh, bombshell set Canadian soccer Twitter afire as uh, John Molinaro dropped a story stating. That men's national team coach, Octavio Zambrano, had been let go. Or, sorry, initially it was no longer with the program. Mm. Um, and that women's national team coach, John Herdman, was taking over. Yeah. This, has to, this has to be a world first. I've like, never heard of this. I don't this. even understand. I can't. I, <laughs> I can't even. It's Exactly. I mm. seriously can't, can't even. even. It's been two days and. It makes even less sense the more you dwell on it. Mm-hmm. The more you think about yeah. it, it's so. And then, especially that you know, I mean, there's I think it was Dwayne Rollins came out with the the next bit that, oh yeah, basically Herdman was holding Canada hostage because he wanted the England job or something, or at least was pretending he wanted the England job, and so they gave him this. I really is is hmm? why not just give him more money to stay with the women's team? I I yeah, hmm. all that money that Zambrano apparently saving, <laughs> you just go to him. <laughs> But, All right, so let's let's, let's skip to the what's the story yeah. behind the story because mm. the initial reports it's sort of of course all very PC and you know oh well we thank whatever's in Brown for his time and Herdman's oh it's such a great honor and I you know yes I love the women's team and I'm really proud of all the things I've built and blah 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 and even those in Brano had a pretty okay turns gold out I cup. like men. <laughs> <laughs> that was such but, an awesome tweet. You know, there's been <laughs> yes, well done, Alyssa Chapman. Yes, that was that was hilarious. Um, there was a lot of, there has been, will continue to be a lot of like rumors circulating about the whole Zambrano thing. Oh well, everyone's known about this for months. It's like fucking mm. Hollywood around here and CSA. Oh, everyone knew. No one said anything or did anything. <clears throat> but. Uh, yeah, so everyone's known that this was coming down the pipe since I've heard as early as Thanksgiving. Like, so that's several months ago, everybody. Um, he wasn't using the, you know, he wasn't using the youth system, wasn't looking to develop players from the from the ground up. He wasn't scouting effectively. Um, I've heard from more than one person via Twitter and, and message that a good chunk of the players hated him, uh, that the CSA either did or was going to sanction him for for not doing things they like I don't know and then you see did everyone see Zambrano's tweet mm. about you know 
I, I will, you know, I will have my press conference. Has he had that? He hasn't had the press conference I, yet. Not that I've noticed. invited us. Very sad. Yeah. I, I want to see that press conference. I kind of want to go to it. Yeah. Oh my you should, God, you should so turn up fun. in your uh, like spotting Kansas City, uh, no, sorry, Kansas City Wiz kit. Watch your he would fucking be mouth. Oh my God, I remember you. Yeah. yeah. Or we friend. all could. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Anyway, so I think that's part of it is, is A, how, how the story came out. And there was, you know, apparently they had plans to be more gentle in the release, but John Molinaro and another journalist who we don't know were chasing the story so they had to rush release this mm-hmm. um and yeah it's it the, like i said the story behind the story is going to it's going to take a while to come out if it ever comes out at all like there's always going to be stuff that we don't know um the mere public that journalists and stuff hold tight to their vest for future considerations and that's not necessarily a bad thing and some things you have a bargaining chip you don't want to ruin sense Mm -hmm. sometimes that's all they can do yeah Yeah. you don't you don't have verification you don't want to ruin a relationship whatever you know i understand i think one of the things that's the story behind the story that may or may not come out you know sort of came out at least in a tweet was that mark DeSantos, you know had not been approached for the men's job and that seems Incredibly short-sighted by the yeah. CSA. I mean, I feel like I saw again Dwayne Rollins like tweet something that they didn't even do any kind of search for a candidate. Oh no, it went yeah. Zambrano out, Herdman it in. Very just oh, Herdman needs something. We were thinking again rid of Zambrano. Should we just do this now? Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, it seems to be about as, as much of a job search as they did. Um, yeah, which is interesting. There's just so, there's so much. There's so many questions that we're never going to get an answer. No, I know. And I think that's what really pisses me off the most about it all. This has been coming for a while. What? What exactly? You hired a manager who basically had them playing nice, playing attractive. (laughs) They're playing attacking he, football. Which is like the opposite Canadian of Canadian attacking football. soccer of the last 20, decade, 30 years. More. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, but he was doing a pretty good job of going to convince non, I shouldn't say non-Canadian players, but players who haven't been capped yet, players on the fringe, mm-hmm. like, like looking at a guy and go, you could help us. Nobody's heard of you, but yeah. you could still help us. Just because, just because you're not playing in a glamour league doesn't mean we're not lacking at, you know, right midfield. Yeah. So, please, you know, and he's unearthed a few little gems. Like guys, at the very least, would be very. I'd be very happy to see on a bench, if not start. So, if his job is to at least on the pitch make the team look better, have the team play better. What are we getting pissy about exactly? Like I realize there's, I know that's again the there's all part. the stuff mm-hmm. behind the, the scenes part. that we don't know about. But, but it is interesting. Like that was Montvick's. That was his last big move. You know, yes. signed him to a two year contract, handed the reins reins of the whole program to him. Sorry, Mark, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. It's it, it it's like the amount of 
backroom bullshit that seems to be going on. Like, I kind of had my suspicions that Canada was just loaded with garbage, but this kind of confirms like it's just full garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we've seen enough shitty things, and like, what? Are we really doing this? Yes. And, yes, and, yes. and now, and now it's like, no. This is this is status quo. Yeah. I mean, who knows exactly what he was trying to do. I mean, I get the impression from what you know, some people have said that have kind of been negative about him and kind of what he said as well. is like, all right, he was definitely trying to change things up. He, you know, maybe wasn't working all that well with the technical directors and this and that. And so he, he as if he didn't fit in with how the CSA works. Because, you know, which just really, really reminds me of, you know, like TFCs sort of back in the day yeah. when it's like, oh, oh yeah, he, he doesn't really fit in with how, how we work. Well, you're fucking shit. Exactly. Why, why is do this you a want bad to be, thing? Yes. I mean, in, why, why do we need to be staying with what you've been doing for so long that really clearly isn't working? I mean, I, I don't know what the changes he was trying to make were exactly. I don't know what, you know, ridiculous scouting trips he was on or wasn't on. Are, are these good things? Are these bad things? I don't know. But, yeah, it basically seems like, oh, he's kind of changed things. He's making people uncomfortable. We need to get rid of this guy. And, uh, okay, now we can relax. I kind of want off. I kind of want to, like, I, I want to see uh, what, kind of, uh, what kind of merits these technical directors have under their belts. I don't even give a shit about them. If they're former players, I don't care. Being a player and being somebody who actually leads are two different things. Absolutely. And the coach of any national team is, by nature, the leader. They're the one that plans it. They're the one who organizes it. They're the ones who arranges it. They're the one that says, do this, play like this, go after that, look for this. You know, they, they arm them with the tools to have the actual match. And... I've seen more to Zimbrano in 10 months than, well, most coaches that we've had. Um, Just about any suit that's ever been in the CSA. And if there's this power struggle that's taking place, I would love to see somebody who just has the balls to shine the light on him and just give us... What have you done? What have you done, random technical director A? What have you done, random technical director B, to improve the Canadian Soccer Association and the programs at hand? Because I don't know the last time when Canada has really produced anything of note for the men's side. Thank you. And the women are being, they're being caught up because it wasn't a hard, it wasn't, they weren't so far ahead to begin with. You know, uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Technical Directors, show your fucking work. Prove to me why I go, you know what, maybe maybe they know Sam Brano probably should have had to go. But they're not. All we're going to get is the whole, well, you don't understand. You don't, you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, let's you, assume you I'm not a moron. the realities of working right. within like, the Canadian exactly. system. Then yeah. assume yeah. I'm not a fucking moron. Exactly. And explain it to me. And if you can't, in your own bias, explain it to me, you are full of shit. This is no different than every Twitter argument. It's like, oh, you don't know what you're fucking talking about. It's like, you haven't done anything to sway an argument. Except, yeah. Except pick your, pick your plot of land and try to defend it with a fly swatter. You're an idiot, and you've basically proven to me that you don't know what you're talking about. So anyone can shine a light on these people, shine it, so we can get them to stand up and 
be accountable for their decisions. Yeah, I would love to. I would love there to be some kind of actual transparency for once, and and mm-hmm. we won't get it. We'll get a lot of obfuscation, and we'll get a lot of, um, you know, sort of bland statements. You know, this is what we feel is best for the program going forward. You know, we're excited to have a coach of the caliber of John Herdman in charge of the program. You look what he's done with the women, blah, 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 blah. And if we won't get... If this doesn't get... pan out, you all should be fired. Yeah. Um, yeah, stop. 100%. And this is because, as you said, like this is, and as many people have said, this is never, this has never happened. Mm. In any national program has this sort of is it stupidity like is is there potential for genius here i don't know but here's an exercise okay here's an exercise go on do we need pen and paper no pick any country in the world that plays football anyone you don't have to say it out loud just think about it okay Okay. all right gotcha okay pretend that there is media in that country that gives a fuck about its sport okay gotcha they announce hey we've just sacked our men's coach and we're bringing in the women's coach. Is that a fucking great idea? That country's in flames and fire. No, but for some reason, because Canada is one of the one of the few outposts where the women outshine the men <laughs> by a, by large distances. This isn't nearly as catastrophic. If this was any top 50 nation, even if they had a women's program as good, if the German national team decided to sack love and bring in whoever the guy or woman is who manages that team how many people die the next within the next 24 hours i'm personally imagining italy or it's like yeah. argentina or something that's what i mean that would be no, spectacular. Like, i mean a top a top 20 country yeah. that would be laughable country but, in flames but basically. but hey canada somehow this is a good idea and and the thing that kills me is that and, and and I, this is this may sound weird, and I don't know if you guys agree with this, but I feel that Herdman is kind of st- he's stuck in a really weird spot because nobody th- like everyone thinks that he's a good manager. There's without question, I think he's a very Absolutely. good manager. Look what he's done with the women's team. You can't you can't question that aspect of it. And him coming to going to the men's national team isn't super crazy. It's not it's not it's not as insane to me as it seems but he is pushed he's somebody was pushed out for him and that guy had shown an upward trajectory that we haven't seen in Mm. a long time around here so if he fails how shit is this entire thing i hope he doesn't right i really do so but i also wanted to see zambrano at least get two years Mm-hmm. Oh, so did I. I would like, well, C- Canada's national program is very much like TFC of old. Mm. Like 13, 13 coaches in 15 years or 15 coaches in 13 years. It, I, I get the numbers. I, I guess that's presumably including people like Colin Miller or like Fonseca or whatever who are just doing the job on a temporary basis. But, but still, yeah, like it's, yeah. it's, you know, Canada does have a revolving door sure, coach problem. Seems much, like it. You know, yes. similar to TFC. So ramifications for both programs and, and let me just do, do a quick little pro for for the pros for john herdman mm. in terms of him as a coach turned around a disastrous women's program um after the carolyn you know marache 
debacle, mm-hmm. World Cup nonsense, managed to, um, you know, two great appearances at uh, at the Olympics, um, some strong appearances at the World Cup, not always yeah. early on. Last one wasn't so great. Yeah. Um, but like the thing that he did that I think is really the best is that he has we talk about developing young players that's been kind of his thing he scouts the youth programs he brings in young players and just throws them in there and but develops them like we've seen Mm -hmm. some young players really come into their own under him so on on that side of things that's really good and that is something that the men's program well um, everything is lacked in the men's program massive limitations are going to stop him being able to do that exactly so with the women's program the women don't have not as many of the women have loyalty to other clubs, to, to you know, other yeah. football jobs. They are able to attend long camps. They are able to spend time yeah. with the, their coach. They're with, able to make this a is reasonable the biggest living. thing in their career. This yeah. is exactly. A, this is yeah. their thing as this opposed the to the men who have kind of, you know, almost sort of. I guess you know they've 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 sort of agreed to. Oh, I guess I'll play for Canada. Yeah. They say all the right things, but club over country for pretty much every Canadian men's player. Yeah, I mean it's either this is a bit of a distraction from like a big club that you know it's very important what they're doing, or they're desperately fucking scrambling to hold on to a job or find a job. Exactly. And so maybe don't want to be like devoting time to the national team to get in the way of that. So yeah, it's it's going to be it's very very different he's not going to have anywhere near the same amount of access to be able to you know, develop like individuals or exactly a team or develop like relationships that. like that's one of the things everyone talks yeah. about with the canadian women's team mm-hmm. is how close they all are and, and how you know they're close with the coach they're close with each other they play as a unit kind of thing um and, and that's really important on any team is that there's a good cohesive group and with the men's program that's been in the past and pretty much impossible to create and whether or not Herdman can even come close to creating even like a fraction of that plus and this is something I like I personally don't care um but you know I've seen it thrown out there the fact that he never played at any major level so why should the men respect him why the fuck shouldn't they that's not necessarily a problem I yeah like if he was a shit coach then sure um but again, and it's all based on whether or not you think coaching women to a high standard equals coaching men to a high standard. And there's a whole quality yeah. of soccer, underlying misogyny, whatever that gets thrown around in there. So and that sort of brings up a point. Somebody, I, I can't remember who on Twitter was asking the question, you know, is this whole thing an example of Canada being very progressive and pro-women in that, you know, they've looked at this and think, hmm, you know, we're not just going to dismiss the women's game. He's done well there. We should give him a chance here. You know, is this a very progressive thing, not dismissing the women's game? Or is the fact that we've completely shafted the women's program for the sake of the men's team show that the it is a misogynistic move? It is. Well, which which, which I, way do you if, go with that? If, if, that was, if that was a factor, I would go with the, I would go with the latter. Yeah, option B. Uh, mm. Because... Uh, he 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 did a really good job of taking that that women's side. They're in the middle of a transition from their golden generation yeah. to a bunch of youngsters, yeah. which is now kind of critical. You want to bring them into the fold, have them adjust to life on a world stage, playing 
around in bigger uh, in bigger stadiums in 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 tournaments, and mm-hmm. he's he's built not even just a, a a player system, but even a psychological system yeah, on how sure. to adjust. So by taking plucking him out of that thing, which was working really well, and there's a lot of promise coming up in the next group, and just plunking him into this dumpster fire, um, because yeah. we didn't like Octavio Zambrano. That's all I've got. Yeah. Because we didn't that's like him. Given us. And and you know and even if he wanted he wanted a bigger job he wanted a bigger challenge I understand that when you're a successful manager you you want to climb ranks and whatnot and I get that but money helps and you could throw a couple bucks at like if you were really serious about how good this guy was make him happy make sure he stays yeah. Lord knows there's enough money in this stupid thing <coughs> but it 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 kind of feels like oh the, well the assistants the the assistant's going to take over. Oh, it's a smooth transition. It's it's like is Liverpool it, and the boot it, room back in the day. To, if you have to say, if you have to mm. imply that, oh, it's going to be a smooth transition, it's probably going to be a fucking mess. Like, oh. if you have to highlight it in, as if, oh, these words are going to placate you, stupid, stupid plebeian. You're going to, ah, here, let me say a couple things that will soothe everything. At, at the at the very At the very least, though, uh, Kenneth... How do you say this guy? Heiner Moeller? Moeller? Sure. Whatever. Has been with the program for several years. Mm-hmm. So at least... There's a familiarity. Presumably the players are comfortable with they him. They all, yeah. They, they at know least him. at a certain level. So there's at least a yeah. certain... Not necessarily the smooth transition, but there's at least a, a, a knowledge level. There's a hopefully a comfort level where they they trust in him as well. Because I believe we usually see him sitting up in the stands with Herdman as well. Oh, that'll be Maybe. great during men's games. Mm. John Herdman sitting up in the stands for the first 20 minutes watching them fuck up. Mm. John Herdman yelling at men's games. Okay, here's the other positive. John Herdman yelling at men's games. It's going to be delightful because he's going to lose his mind. And, you know, again, this is another thing, maybe a difference between kind of like coaching the women's team and the men's team, whereas, you know, many of the men's team, you know, not like they're superstars or anything, but a lot of them, whether it's, you know, it's like Scott Arfield or Tiba Hutchinson, whatever, are playing at a decent level. You know, I feel like a lot of his shouting is kind of like man managing or the women managing and gets and you know it's kind of helping out these players who you know he's probably the best coach that they do have and all this sort of thing and you know, maybe they kind of need that uh, sort of help and everything and say are, are these guys that going are to listen in the like, Europe and like playing Different for egos much, yeah. like higher profile teams and coaches and just you know basically know what the fuck they're doing you know are they going to be like willing to listen to uh, you know guy yelling at them from the sidelines is that really going to translate over mm. so is any you know like i'm trying to wrap my head like if is, this is a i feel like this is less of a less of a knock to the women's program if the supporting staff behind herdman next to herdman are as strong as we hope they are and can you know sort of shepherd and guide the transition Kenneth and Bev and whomever else, if they are as close with the players and locked in with the similar things that Herman was doing, then I'm less worried in the technical sense. I'm a little worried about them all psychologically because mm. their coach just left them mm. to go, as Alicia Chapman mentioned, you know, experiment with men. Um, but and with with regards to that, I mean, that brings up another thing. You know, presumably 
all these these assistants and presumably the people below Muller as well have been kind of kept on. Presumably it's because you know they've done a good job. They've been a valuable part of the team. They've really helped John Herdman. Why is now, he going? Yeah, why, why aren't they kind of moving over as a team? These are people that he trusts and have worked well with him. But nope, you have to leave these people behind. You're on your own over there in the fucking cesspool of nonsense that is the men's team now. So yeah, like who is supporting you? I mean, oh my God. They've weakened both. I, mm. Let's start a rumor. Mark DeSantos, assistant coach to John Herdman. That's insane. That doesn't even <laughs> that, begin to make sense. That's the rumor. Well, this is a CSA conversation we're having, so none mm. of this makes sense, Mark. True, but I that, feel- but that doesn't make sense in the sense that it would make perfect sense, and that goes against the the uh, Canadian Soccer Association logic. That is, don't do anything that makes any fucking sense. So. I say Mo Johnson for assistant. Nice. That makes nice. no fucking yeah. sense either. Okay. Precky. There yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah, that'll bring the excitement back to the park. <laughs> bring back John uh, Carver. No. And you uh. talking about how it's like none of it makes sense. When I feel like in one way it could make sense is, you know, bring him over and have him be like somebody who works in the background, like some kind of overall guy managing the like the, the younger teams and like the academy systems throughout the country and all that sort of thing. Someone who's kind of working with the program to develop the youth because he did do that very well with the women's team. And I feel you know, that is the sort of thing where, yeah, you can be spending more time. Absolutely. That sort of thing. But then to give him the head coach thing as well could just potentially ruin whatever good work he's doing there. Cause yeah, he's, I mean, he's the overall. If, yeah, I mean, if the... You know, the, if the the first team, if the main team goes absolutely fucking to shit, he's going to get fired. Yeah, hundred percent. So now you, you've kind of just tied up, you know, whatever kind of thing you may be building, thinking, all right, we're going to do this and really invest in like the the program and make sure it works, and we're all ready for twenty twenty six. And John Herdman's a guy to lead all of that, but also we're going to put him into this position where if things go slightly wrong elsewhere, he's going to get canned, and then all that'll be fucked up as well. It's like, wow. Now, I, I, you know, it, it, I do have to, no, I don't know. It's, this is such a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Mm-hmm. And we, the Canadian soccer fan, are basically left twisting in the wind on this one. And we can hope, again, that, you know, the, the remaining women's team coaches who are stepping into the void can continue to develop and guide these women players. But we... I don't know many Canadian soccer fans of the men's program who are not and, and trepidatious is the nicest level. That's that's the mm. calm level. I'm just a little anxious. Pretty much everyone else is like, what the fuck is going to yeah. happen next? Yeah. And like they're talking about building not towards twenty twenty six, but twenty twenty two. I'm like, are you all on with, crack? With what? Exactly. Seriously, with what? I mean, I I do, I do hate the idea of if they were going to come out and say, yeah, it's all about twenty twenty six. I don't want to let them to write off the next fucking four years. You know, they should be trying to make the World of Cup in twenty twenty two. But it seems like that's where their focus is lying, and I'm like. But I feel yeah, but I feel like sticking with Zambrano probably would be much more useful than Herdman for for that part of it. But all right, Mark has some I information, just, and uh, I, I just, have a final question, and we've got to get away from this because yeah. we could just do this all night. Yeah, oh, I have. More comments, but yeah. Sure okay, you no, do. no, Duncan, you can so do comments. I was just, I was thinking, right? Because oh, no. we were talking about how many, how many managers. So, oh, oh, since, you have information for us, Marcus. I'm just, I'm just. If you've ever been on a team, you ever had a coach, okay? Just work, just work with me here. 
usually you get a coach for a whole season. That's it's a number that exceeds probably more than five or six Generally, games. Yeah, sure. I would you know optimistically. So I just decided, let's go see how many caps Atiba Hutchinson has, and he has seventy six caps. Seventy six mm. caps. This is going back to Holger Olsiak. Okay. Wow. In 76 games, he's had nine different bosses. Herdman will be his 10th at game 77. Is that including like interim people who only yeah, like one? Yeah, because Stephen Hart's got three different phases. Miller's got three different phases. Okay. Like which which all might have been one or two games. So I just went for people, sure, human beings. I guess that's probably wow. how they got to that fifteen and yeah. how many yeah. years. Like okay, Herdman is going to be his tenth coach <laughs> at the national team level. If I had the time, I would go find out how many professional club bosses he's had <laughs> in that same time, because he's played for <laughs> he's played for. Uh, Six different clubs in that same period. There's a reasonable chance he has had fewer professional club bosses than he's had national team bosses. Possibly. Like what the fuck? Mm. How how buy how much of a buy-in do you get knowing that this guy <laughs> might not be here in eight games? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. I mean, to be fair, Atiba might be retiring soon, I, so there's there's a bit of a chance exactly. that, that Herman no, no, might true. outlast him. It's true, it's Maybe. true. But but the the point is still valid. Yeah. Very much so. How how are players supposed to buy into the Canadian national team? Those who are playing abroad, who are professional, who are getting regular games, why would you want to buy into what this guy's gonna say when the last six or seven guys who were yeah. knocking on your door all fucking disappeared. Exactly. I feel like a lot of people have kind of come in in the last like year or two, whether it was under Zambrano or under Floro. How are people like Arfield and Hoylet and you know various other people think? Oh, 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 I, oh, no, no, uh, oh, I, I shouldn't have done this, should I? Yeah, I, like I, like I mean, if I was one of those guys going, you know, oh, the phone's ringing. It's Stephen Hart. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, busy. Hang up. Obviously, <laughs> and it's no disrespect. Oh, yeah genuinely intended to Stephen Hart, but if you're struggling to make your first team in the Swiss League, you have to focus on that. But if a guy like Octavio Zambrano shows up, he seems like a guy who talks a good game, who walks a good game, and I'm a little more inclined to hear him out. Is Herdman going to be the guy that people are just can't wait for that phone to ring for? I don't, <laughs> again, I don't think so, but... Anyway, yeah, sorry. Right. Just wanted a little little detour in the in the numbers game. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the other like, last comments. I feel like I saw somebody was talking somewhere on the internet about how many teams have, like, people who've done well in, like, coaching women's soccer and gone over to men's soccer, and, you know, not many of them have done it, and pretty much none of them have done it successfully. So, really, we think, oh, Canada, that's the place to do this. I really, really come if, on. If you figure just and and again to to go with the gender thing, mm. gender coaching roles for the number of successful women's college sports coaches that have existed, how come not a single one of them, that at least that we're aware, of, there probably has been one or two, 
has made the transition to the men's game. Mm. Like you can't you can't just go, oh well it's different. Oh it's this. Oh it's that. It's still management. It's still managing people. It's still organizing a strategy, and it's still implementing that strategy. Mm. So how is this? the most random fucking situation on the planet going to be the one that breaks the mold. Mm. I mean, if like the, the men's team was some like big, stable, successful, <laughs> ongoing thing where, never used you know, to it's us. all, no, <laughs> very where, true. you know, it's successful. You know, there's stability there. This, everything is kind of, you know, ducks are in rows and it's perfect. Mm. Yeah. You can take a chance on a guy and you've got a good system that works behind him and, you know, It'll really help push him and like give him whatever assistance he needs. Does that sound like Canada? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It doesn't. And yeah. Anyway. All right. And Jonathan Rhys Myers, Bandit like Beckham. Did did he move into any? Has, has he ever coached a, a fictional men's team? I doubt it. <laughs> they offered him the job though. Uh, uh, he did, turned it did, down. Was he not part of that really that I, series uh, goal? Yes, no. He turned it down to continue coaching the women. He was offered a men's side at the end of the movie. Yes. Was he really? Mm-hmm. Well, then, I stand corrected. The uh. Nice job, Duncan. Well, yeah, I burned. Way to know your cinema, sir. <laughs> well done. Yeah. All right, let me, Are let me. you sack the CSA or give this time? Well, I think. Uh, I feel like you. We, we should give something time. We were like talking about the revolving doors and all but we'll this give sort this of thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, I didn't want to give Greg Vanny time. That worked out. I, you know, maybe, but yeah, yeah. Keep Herdman, burn the lot, and that includes the provinces. They can go fuck themselves too. This is <laughs> this is this is like a systematic problem. Mm. That's. I don't even know where you start it, but you know it goes deep and it goes on far, and it's just. What's the next major tournament that they can actually play in that means anything? For on the men's side, mm-hmm. um, well, there's the Gold, Gold Cup. Cup, but isn't Concacaf doing some entirely new thing? Some I, sort of league of League of Nations, Nations or whatever. I, yeah. Okay. So maybe that. However, the hell that works. Like somewhere in the back of my head is always kind of sack the CSA because they just continue to fuck up, but. Like, I want, I just want success for the men's program. I want success for both programs. So, like, we have to give it time. We don't have a choice in this. It's not like we can suddenly, like, depose Herdman. So, yeah. Uh, This is fucked up, uh, Canada soccer fans. Yeah. This is fucked up. Uh, If you have better solutions, let us know. Seriously, tweet at us. Send us DMs. Put in comments. We don't care. Because... Someone's got to know what the hell's going on. TFC stuff. Go on. TFC stuff. Yeah. I know. You know what? The only stuff to talk about for TFC because they have done nothing in the off season. Dudes, someone like decline a player, sign a player, do something for us. Uh, but the schedule was released. Now it wasn't just TFC releasing the schedule. Of course, it was MLS releasing it for everybody. And what was one of the 
earliest schedule releases ever. Although when I looked at my schedule post from last year, it was only off by a few days, so not as okay. early as it felt. Um, so the schedule is out, huzzah. Yeah. And uh, start times, actually, which is rare. Oh, well, to, yeah. yeah. Didn't pay attention to that bit. So for the most part... Oh, I we, did. <laughs> for the good, most part, uh, good we have uh, start I, times for most I'm gonna of these I'm going to go with a matches. no. Hard no on that. Ah. Hard no on what? Start times. A lot of... Uh, like. I have them right here. For the home games or all the games? All the games. I don't give a fuck about the away games. I got PVR. Home games. <laughs> well, I have those. I got right? season's tickets. Uh, but again. Go on. I'm saying I have start times. Right. We have start times. No, I get that. This Go is on. rare. Right. I congrat. Yes, congratulations, MLS, for giving us the entire schedule. Now, of Plus course, one. I'm sure a lot of it will change. Sorry, but, hang on. Wait. Um, uh-huh. Did it? Do we? Here, here. Oh, of course it didn't do that. I baited breath over I know, I know. I know, I know. Sorry, technical difficulties. There we go. There you go. Plus one to fucking MLS. (laughs) Here's a little disappointment. And and you know what? For you guys for waiting. Thank Thank you. Thank you. you. Um, So we already knew that the first, that the home opener um, is first game of the season for the first time ever. TFC are kicking off at home. Yeah. So, you know, only took 12 seasons. Good job. So Saturday, March 3rd against our hated rivals, um, Austin Celtic. I mean, the Columbus crew. Um, They're still around. They're not even dead yet. Last ever home game against the crew. Exactly. And, well, clearly they decided to do away (laughs) with with the Trillium Cup this year because we only played them twice. Why do we need to play them more? I thought that's how it was determined. Usually three, three games, games against them. It generally has been, but over two games, somebody wins two games, I get, you win. I think this is just or to lessen the separation anxiety. I think maybe that's what it is. Or maybe they're know. just getting rid of it. I, I don't um, need to troll Columbus. I really don't. It's so having looked at the schedule, uh, uh, Duncan, you, you wrote uh, our schedule post. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> angrily wrote for the most part it was delightful <laughs> look at the look on his face i kind of want to ask how'd it go because <laughs> he doesn't seem to be sure <laughs> um, that was like two weeks ago yeah it I wasn't mean, even stop living in ago. the past my main takeaway is all those fucking friday night games again fuck off tsa yes fuck off yes. fair enough you know it is scheduled there's going to be midweek games where you know you're getting home from work and then you're kind of rushing to get to the game you know you put up with those because you have to have some midweek games to make the schedule work why are we putting our fucking weekend games on a fucking Friday so we have to rush around after work and everything as well fuck off TSM ding at, sorry at least those are at 8 o'clock and thank not, you Mark. thank you Mark. but at least the start time is 8 and not 7 there's a better opportunity for people to get to that game Seven for most people on Fridays from yeah, anecdotal they, evidence and they, whinging there, and stuff is... There were so few 7 o'clock kickoff games. Like, they were they were almost exclusively Can Cup. Not Can Games. They were, like, there were there were 7 o'clock MLS kickoffs, at least at home, on, on, a, on a midweek, was few and far between. Because I, I, I do remember when, when the uh, Voyager's Cup was happening... Um, it wasn't last season. I think it was the season before. All the like the two home games were seven o'clock kickoffs. It's like for me, it was fine because I worked downtown and it was like, ah, eh, just walk and there, there it is. The game starts. Have but to for, for hours. But for, for 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 those of you who live in the city and want to get home, change, get your shit, and go, that sucks. I understand that. I do get that. 
But 8 o'clock, fuck. I'm going to get home at like midnight. Uh-huh. Public transit. Uh-huh. Go train. It's just, that's just so dumb. It's like, All right, I well, work a full day and then I got to wait. I'm happy that the game three are hours before it kicks off. I apparently am the only one because I will be going to the games from work. So stop whinging, you fuckers. The rest of you get to go home or hang out and do non-worky things. I'm gonna be racing my ass down to the stadium every Friday night for these games. But this is entirely my point. People don't want to have to do that, right? But then I don't. Well, do I work in retail. Well. I don't have a choice, baby. Well, sure. But yeah. At least I'm not coming from Mississauga anymore. That's nice. Yeah. Four of those four Friday night kickoffs at eight o'clock. Yeah, three of them are in May, because that need to fucking happen. Like, yes. what the hell's going on in the early season? That seven thirty is really a is such an inconvenience. Like, are we really worried about colliding with a fucking hockey season? The game would still be going on whether it starts at seven thirty eight. I'm sorry, TSN. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Three Saturday afternoon games. Three. That's it. Out of seventeen, three. Yeah. Again, bullshit. Garbage. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourselves. Yes. Uh, also, seriously, uh, did, did the metrics seriously determine that the suburban crowd needed an extra 30 minutes to get down t- to the stadium midweek? Eight, there are six 8 p.m. kickoff times. Six. That is over one-third of the entire schedule. Yes. Yet, three Saturday afternoon games, <laughs> which is like the perfect time for football. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's the TV contract up this season. Like, who? who's... Whose balls are getting polished with this whole fucking schedule? It's, yeah. This is so, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, come on, just fucking come on. Oh, anyway, okay. So, um, any games that you're looking forward to? So, I feel we've done the general thoughts part on this, and I'm afraid to ask for more general thoughts, lest this just devolve into swearing at TSN for the rest of the show. A preseason game against Zolos. Uh, you know, that sounds like fun. Columbus. I haven't played them before. I, last ever game against Columbus. Yep, yeah, yep, that's that, that's going to be important. Uh, the ex- exotic Canada Day game. Canada Day game. Come on, you guys. That's Exa- nice. I yeah, that was, that was, yeah that, was, that was good. That was good. Uh, I, my, I might be doing something else in Canada. I have no idea. Who knows what? But the weather are you on board? You got Don't a even. cottage to go yeah. to? I may be. Maybe, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do. I can already tell you that the wife is excited for the two CNE games. Ah. So I am less excited about those. Although I hate the CNE. One of them. Mm-hmm. One of them. One of them. It's one of us. Very important game. Oh. Is it Montreal again? It's Los Angeles FC. Ah. Yeah. It's going to be weird watching players run around with their head down and having to lift all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bad Vine video on loop. So, okay. Yeah. That's, they, your, they, that's they, your fucking... That's, that's the way you're going to play. That's yeah. the way you're going to reveal yourself. They, although we are playing the Impact during the X as well. It's the week before. Oh, good. Montreal during the X. What what could go wrong? I, that hasn't happened before. Well, I have to say, temperature-wise, no. I appreciate an 8 o'clock start in August. Yeah, sure. Eh. Eh. The canopy barely protects us, Mark. Come on. Eh. Um, the Canada Day match again at home is very nice, and to play on Canada Day, you know, it's against it's against the Red Bulls. Sure. Yeah. D- does the does the league do a full July Fourth thing? Probably. Because if that's the case, and it's like the baseball thing, right? We trade off all the Canadian teams, you know, play at home on the first, and then. All the Canadian teams fuck off down south so they can 
play well, in we're July playing 14th. Minnesota. No, but you know what I mean, right? Like, yeah. so, so like a can a Canada game versus a Canadian team. I know that would be but, arguably nicer. So we're nicer. playing the Red Bulls on yeah, July first. Like, like yeah, the next best Canadian team possible. Yeah. They're close to Canada ish. Anyway, so I feel like there's a um, lot of gesturing. Over there's a lot of gesturing. <laughs> Canada did no Kristen definitely wants Mark to do something. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's not how what. this works, and she knows that. I was trying to be helpful. No, you're not trying to be helpful. You're trying to control. I was trying to be helpful. Trying to control. Helpful. Trying to control. Anyway. Um, Such as a host trying to like, push the conversation in a, in a predetermined way. Ridiculous. I mean, I she did helping. a rundown. What this more do you want, lady? We do. I was helping. This is not how we roll. Anyway. Moving on. So we also have, um, I'm looking forward to having our last game of the season actually be at home. Sure. You know, mm. it's nice. Yeah. I'm excited for That's that. the AU guys. It's against the AU guys, yeah. exactly. Uh, we have a Thanksgiving nice. weekend game. Ooh. That's uh, against the Whitecaps. Good no, little, little nobody, Canadian Thanksgiving tilt. Nobody ever has anything to do on Thanksgiving. Well, it's on the Saturday. It's at 5. So you could go have like an early Thanksgiving dinner on the Saturday. And who does Thanksgiving dinner on the Saturday anyway? Yeah, savages. No one, please. Uh, some people might do. I do. Know. Um. So yeah, the LAFC game. You know, it'd be fun to have that. I like the Canada Day game. Um, the first meeting with the Sounders is at home. That's Ouch. a Wednesday night game in May. Dun dun dun. Wow. Yep. Don't care anymore. Whatever. And uh, we get to see DC United. Oh, yeah. When do we get to go to DC? Why is seeing DC United a big thing? I mean, yes. All our DC listeners, see, God bless you. We get to see you, Ousted. <laughs> oh, and Maddox, right. Yes. Maddox. Yes. No, no, no. I was actually yes. meant, when do we get to go see their fancy new, new stadium? stadium. Uh, new stadium, sure. Yep, uh, that's good. in October. So Okay, yeah. They will be there. You'd, well, you'd hope they'll be there by then. Yeah, yeah. No. Apparently they'll be there by July or well, something is what I've heard. Yeah, so, um, I'm not, not going to believe it until they're actually. Playing oh the no! Next agreed, DC. agreed. They'll until be they're actually RFK there until like 2030, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I think triple concrete over the stadium. What all the work they've done so far? I mean, nope. We need to the thing that's down. unfortunate when MLS does the schedule releases is that they don't, um, they don't include like CONCACAF stuff and that sort of thing. So we already know that TFC is actually opening their season against the Rapids. Wow. wow. Exciting. Yeah. I know. Like, I mean, who else gets to see the, the Rapids so early? Yeah, 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 Yes. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, earlier on the week before the home opener. Woohoo. Um, get your thermals out now, kitties. Uh, but... Yeah. Ros has already told me, yeah, don't bother buying a ticket for that game. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can count on it. I'll, I'll buy a ticket, whether I go or not. Who knows? <laughs> we will see closer to the time. Mark, you're going to keep me company, right? <laughs> for those of you who need an extra ticket, please follow Duncan's Twitter at <laughs> Duncan E. Fletcher. Uh-huh. Um, and then, so TFC have a bye week. Um, between the home opener and then their next match against Montreal, which is their home opener uh, two weeks later, because 
there are CCL games potentially to be played the following week and then two weeks later. Yes, Duncan Fletcher. Does Colorado Rapids also have a bye for that very same week? Or is it just TFC being very presumptuous about what's going to happen? I think not presumptuous. I think smart for once. But hold on. Let me find out. If we lose to Colorado, it's a wasted fucking week, isn't it? It's also hilarious. We, we, don't, we don't need a bye week that early in the season. The players aren't going to be tired. For, for the for the amount of boner that, that MLS has for wanting to win this fucking thing, <laughs> they better plan that shit better. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah, we're on par with uh, Liga MX. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're the same. Oh, by the way, they're going to be fucking jet-lagged and tired as shit because they just played three games in the last ten days. But no, no, we're the same. We're the same. <laughs> fucking idiots. Yeah. All right, hold on. Oh, fuck. While she's doing that, I may as well do this. What to do, bud? Oh! Welcome to the Kit Ham Stadium Podcast with your host, Mark Inkley. I like the Kit Ham Stadium Podcast. This is what she was trying to hijack from me earlier. Segway, segway. Yeah, I know how the segway works. Also, I get to interrupt. That's how this thing works. So. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Kitten Stadium Podcast. Yeah. I'm your host, Mark. I've been joined this week by Kristen yeah. and Duncan. Yeah. It's not, that's not, you know. Fuck, fuck you guys, you know. All right, so we've got three kit releases Woo-hoo! that came very, kit very releases? early. Kit releases. Kit releases. Kit releases. Kit releases. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's not, this isn't your first rodeo, Duncan. I don't have to turn the laptop around. I can just give commentary. And just You can make random facial gestures for those of you paid for the, the video <laughs> podcast. Uh, so, first of three uh, uh, entrants for uh, early kits. So, we have the new New England Revolution kit. Uh, I don't hate it. Yeah, so uh, basically, for yeah, those of you who haven't seen it, uh, it's a ring your neck collar, uh, navy blue, lots of, lots of, lots of navy blue, uh, white Adidas stripes that go over the shoulder, from the neck to the top of the shoulder. Um, the most interesting feature of it is the two giant stripes that kind of go over the uh, left side of the shirt uh, underneath the badge. Now, this is supposed to be an homage to the New England Minutemen of the NASL. Oh. And, uh, oh. yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that when I first, uh, when I first viewed this image. Um, the uh, So, basically, there's, like, a lighter... Not quite royal blue and a grayer blue stripe that take over that part underneath the badge that go from top to bottom. Right. Um, the original one from the New England team, and <coughs> bless you, were <coughs> bless you were red and white. Huh. That, that now, sounds patriotic. Yeah, but it also <coughs> thank you, Kristen, would follow. The color scheme of their fucking club. Instead, they decide to go with two other colors that aren't in the color palette of the fucking club. Variety's a good thing. No, it's not. You don't get to do variety when you're doing an homage from like 30 years ago that 18 people and a dog knew about. Okay? Okay. Just say, maybe I'm misunderstood. Go for it. The the Minutemen's colors were the the blue, red, and white. Red and white fit into the Minutemen thing. And the New England one. Right, okay. But, I mean... If if it's a it, it's a Minutemen homage, yeah, and the Minutemen were red and white stripes, mm. huh. then yes, then then that would make sense. Yeah, this, yeah. yeah, like I mean, it, fuck sticking to your own this, plan. To me, but this if is, you're going to do an homage to somebody, you you do it right. Exactly. Mm. So this is to me, uh, literally change for change's sake. I mean, I can understand it, for for those of you who don't uh, uh, 
are maybe having a hard time imagining this. Uh, it would be like taking the uh, Toronto Blizzard and taking one of their kits and then matching the colors to Toronto FC. So you change them, except in this case, uh, the colors were identical, but you changed them anyway. Yeah, good, mm-hmm. uh, well, well played, everybody involved. Um, there's a little U.S. flag on the on the bottom left hip. There's slight red trim around the cuffs uh, and the uh, and the collar. And uh, yeah, otherwise same sponsor. It's it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not it's not terrible. Kristen has stepped away and now has returned, which brings us to our next contestant, which would be the Ooh. New York Red Bull. Now the uh, the New York Red, red Bulls wow. home kit is all red. They have stepped away from the white. No. Um, no. Yeah, it's uh, no. It's pretty ordinary. Um, it's, it's got really a V-neck red. collar. Uh, yeah. It's red all over. Uh, mm. The uh, Adidas stripes go down the side of the uh, of the kit from armpit to hip. Um, there's a slight diagonal pattern that is in the shirt. Okay. Oh, and, uh, that makes all the difference, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty much a run, don't walk uh, uh, to, to your uh, store um, uh, to get one of these. I'm kidding. This is. Boring as fuck, and you should just wait to see if you can get last year's kit cheap. Um, yeah, it's 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 super ordinary. I mean, uh, I'd like the idea of just plain red with no frills, but at least have some kind of frills. I have a different colored neck or yeah. something. Or, and I just the the logo there, the 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 Red Bulls. I mean, obviously the red the Bulls are going to be red because it's the Red Bulls. Mm. But that doesn't really the Red Bulls on a red shirt doesn't really work as well. No, this is just bad. Yeah, there's there's nothing. Nothing remarkable about no. this. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty disappointing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the last of our three entrants into the new kits of 2018 is we have the Columbus Away kit, the all black kit. Appropriate. Uh, a good yeah. uh, morning. Yes. Kit. Yes. yes. There's uh, th- that that joke has been already used, and I, I imagine I, so, I do yes. like it. Yep. Um, so uh, the kit is. Black with black and black, uh, like there's Adidas stripes. Bum, all black. There's there's stri- uh, the three Adidas stripes go from uh, yep. armpit to hip on the side, right. and they are black Fine. with black. No, I got you, Dunk. A um, lot of yellow trim. Uh, the most interesting part, uh, two parts of this. Uh, one would be the charter member one tag wow. <laughs> on the. That is super front. fucking ballsy. Given their plans, yeah, I, uh, wow. Yeah, wow. That, that was. That was class. Um, the 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 the, the collar has got a button up, which you can't really see because of the the, the black deep blackness. Is black. Yeah, mm. uh, which is you know it's it's kind of nice. I wish the photos were better, but uh, my favorite part of it is that uh, if you turn it inside out, it's reversible to uh, to Austin color. So it's really oh. nice. Oh, that's, yeah. that's yeah. nice. Yeah. So, that's good. So, yeah. gonna, so you, next you year you'll be able to use it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's in a sa- it saves the money. You know, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Cost savings. Okay, that 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 was my. Columbus troll because you guys had a couple earlier and I want to do that. It, it's not reversible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, save the crew. Hashtag save the crew. Seriously. That's what we believe. We do believe. Save them. the crew. But you know, it's not going to happen so let's make fun. Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty nice. Pretty much. It's... Yeah, if, compared to the other two, it's kind of... it. It's actually kind of nice. I love uh, the good black kits. Again, a, you know, do something to make the, like the neck stand out or something. I agree. Yeah. I agree. There's there's a checkerboard should pattern be, there in the, in a the pop shirt. Of yellow in the collar, yeah. What's that? There should be a pop of yellow in the collar. Mm. Just you know, make it a button yellow. Like just yeah, exactly. Go crazy, you know. Just <laughs> go wild. Go, just, just just stick your neck out, guys. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, 
it's super super dark so uh have they always been sponsored by acura uh as of last year Last year, they yeah, were. yeah. Okay. Last year, they they got the Acura and, and no more. No more uh, Acura. Okay. No more, Acura. Whatever. <laughs> no more uh, uh, shaving cream on their kit. Yeah. Darn it. Which was just as good as you've got paint on your kit, and because it was glidden, and now it's anyway. You have car, and your kit is doesn't make sense. So uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, that's your kit and stadium podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us, and we'll uh, and now back kit and to stadium your- podcast. It's always good. I hope it never goes behind the paywall. This has been the Kit and Stadium Podcast. I was subtle, Duncan. Yeah. Happy, Kristen. I'm not unhappy. Neutral. All right, so the question about Colorado's schedule. Um, so they have the two CCL games against TFC, the 20th and the 27th. Mm-hmm. Uh, their first MLS game is March 10th. The next CCL games um, are scheduled, if they were to go into the next week, the quarterfinals are between the 6th and the 8th. So, not quite the same, but... And then the 13th to the 15th, and there's Colorado's next game uh, is until the 24th. So, Colorado's kind of hedging their bets a little bit, too. A little bit. Slightly, maybe. Slightly. Yeah. But then they play like the next like five weeks straight. So like those are there. They've taken some buy time in there as well. Okay. They're mm-hmm. not playing opening weekend. Okay. So they're resting. Right. Right. So. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair right. enough. Yeah. All right. Good for good for Colorado for having <laughs> foresight. It's nice. It's <laughs> nice optimism. for them to have hope. Blind drunken yeah. optimism. Um. Let me just see. Actually, April. Anyway, so the schedule, make your plans, come to Friday night games. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have extra room in 117. So, you know, if you need, uh, so if you want to come meet some of the VMP people, yes. we'll yeah. have space. It'd be at least two of us. Exactly. And at most three of us. <laughs> and as mentioned so two earlier. two of us then. Yes. As mentioned, if you're looking for a discount tickets on the day of game, follow Duncan D. Fletcher on Friday Night Games. That's a good He's starting chance. a new Twitter handle just yeah. for this. Yeah. yeah. Inclement weather. <laughs> Please contact. <laughs> At Malarkey FC. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just absenteeism. Blind absenteeism. Um, before we get into CPL stuff, just a couple sort of player notes for TFC. Um Alex Bono, Justin Morrow, and Marky Delgado all called to the U.S. camp. Yeah, good for them. Why good not? for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have some fun. Yeah. Pretend like it matters. Go you. Mm-hmm. Get some experience. No, it's you know it's nice to see. You know, it's nice to see Marky Delgado get called. Sure. Um, I know this particular thing. It's always a lot of fringe MLS people get called. Exactly. It doesn't really matter. But yeah. Plus, it's good you know to what. See. It has them playing earlier, I think, sort of getting... It's nice to see, you know, they'll, they'll be raring to go once MLS camp and stuff starts and TFC have to play Zolos. Yeah. Um, as for TFC, uh, several academy players have been called to Canada's U23 camp. Cool. So... Sweet. Go, you guys. Yeah. Congratulations on your stuff. Go, others. Yes. Um... <laughs> Liam Frazier is one of them, though, so we've 
heard good things about him off and on, so that's exciting. And sure. Um, also, some kid from uh, TFC three actually. Ooh. Um, they they keep saying joining Alfonso Davies. Who is this kid? Uh, Tariq Muhammad. Um, so Liam Fraser, Sean Hundal, Aiden Daniels, Luca Cello, and His name Julian is Luca. Dunn. He plays for the under twenty threes. <laughs> doesn't really work but you know. <laughs> yeah. anyway so they've got a couple exhibition matches um, they're going to be in Florida but it's good it's nice to see them get some experience on that stage Hi. any any exposure to the coaching genius of, of uh, John, John Herdman is can cannot hurt can't come soon enough no nope. nope. hey get. he's known for developing young players yeah this is this is the way to go true yes true one of these kids is now going to turn into Jesse Fleming. So, hooray. I feel like the, the men's team could do with the Jesse Fleming uh, level yeah. player. Or, or Becky. Or they could use Jesse Fleming. <laughs> not not like Jesse Fleming. Jesse Fleming. Get the real deal. Mm, it'll improve. Can't we just get mm. Christine St. Clair? I'd be okay with that too. She'd be a good super sub. I, I feel like this is the sort of thing that we've just seen come to life with John Herdman. No. No. All right. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Direct workflow. My own bathroom. Micromanage. Promote synergy. Hit on Deborah. Get rejected. Swallow sadness. Send some faxes. Call a sex line. Cry deeply. Demand a refund. Eat a baby. So as the okay. year clicked over, Paul Barron, who is the president of the Canadian Premier League, who was on our show, um, name dropper, tweeted Didn't from spill the CPL up. account Didn't that news was coming. <gasps> you know, oh yes, it's going to be a big year, and uh, they've been teasing it for several days that lots of stuff was happening. Uh, they've been teasing it, I think, since about 2016. So <laughs> I know. Are you okay? I am there? just uh, one of those random shiver kind of things. Just like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I thought you liked the CPL, David Duncan. Duncan. Like, I was a little uh, worried. Podcast uh, this week, uh, Duncan looked like he was going to levitate off his seat, and just it was just it was a shiver that went up his spine. Yeah. Anyway, he had some um, pretty impressive height from a seated position. I will say, thank you. Yeah, so after good. promising yeah. lots of CPL news this year, um, we were thinking information about cities or yeah mark was you know confirmed Colors, franchises logos, yeah strips, mark was I, thinking yeah sponsorship information yeah i was i was i i was ready to take my pants off get oh, yeah. comfy like just like this is gonna be just a good it, fucking yeah. day uh instead what we got was the cpl has its first ever commissioner what's the opposite of Hooray. a pants dropper Bureaucrats! Yay! Bureaucrats! Yay! It's important stuff, man. Now yeah. we have someone to call the commish. Yeah. Um, so... I thought Paul Byrne was the commish. I thought that I, too, yeah. right, to be honest. Resident of the league. Oh. Yes. Mm. I think he's still the overseer of all things. Um, so who is this new commissioner, you ask? I and presume again, he's a fine soccer man with all sorts of experience running soccer leagues throughout the world. You know... Oh, if you mean by running soccer leagues, perhaps, perhaps a professional soccer player in his past? Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, somebody at the very least with the experience, like running a team or, or being a part of running a sports organization. 
He plays pickup soccer, apparently. <laughs> oh, good enough. Yes. He's he's a he's a apparently well respected businessman. So he's 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 helped guide and run. I suppose the league needs those. One of Canada's biggest Belo- franchises, yes. um, businesses, for some, uh, a business that is linked inextricably with uh, the Canadian identity. Stop it, because <laughs> it's not. No. Um, so That's David Clanahan of Tim Hortons. He's the president and CEO of Tim Hortons for the last four years, five years, uh, is named the first ever commissioner. I feel like I saw something talking about like 35 years with Tim Hortons. Well, well, but president and CEO. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. He's been with the company forever mm. Um, mm. and has had, you know, his share of interviews and stuff. Um, aside from whether or not you feel like the commissioner of this league should be soccer knowledgeable or not um from a business side this is a good thing probably yes to have someone Mm -hmm. who's used to handling multiple franchises and personalities and things like that obviously promotions Mm -hmm. um because no matter what you think of tim hortons you can't escape their commercials because they're fucking everywhere um Apparently, you can't tip them anymore either, though. So be careful when you go to CPL games. Mm. <laughs> Don't tip the players. I fucking love that this whole Tim Hortons backlash has spread so quickly that like pretty much all the sort of Canadian Premier League joking after this announcement was all like making fun of Tim Hortons. Oh, it's delightful. Delightful. Yes. It is delightful. Yeah. Players aren't going to get paid during halftime. No, <laughs> no, they're they're gonna they're gonna do a real good job of keeping the union out too. I imagine yeah. they have to pay for their own strips. Oh, probably yeah. the shin pads and you know, yeah, all that. Mm. I'm so, I'm sorry, the away kits out of stock. Um, they they got a road trip this week and two of them lost it, so they had to cover their own. You mean a player bought them? They have to pay for the <laughs> halftime show too. Did you know that? Oh, God. Oh, so yeah, they're they're yeah, they're they're, they're, they're actually right. paying for the Timbits players to play. Quite right. Yeah, mm. it's only only fair. Or, or they can do it for overtime. <laughs> but unpaid. A bunch of eight year olds <laughs> and three overtime. subs are all running out <laughs> kicking a ball. Uh, Does this count? Yeah. I did. I I I. I Gave a small chuckle to someone who said that, you know, if the CPL team who won their league as well as the Canadian Championship, mm. call it a double-double. Unfortunately, that's probably going to happen. Of course it's going to happen. Fuck. You know what? I say let's just get, let's just get like, other trophies, and instead of calling it a quadruple, we call it a double-double. Otherwise, it's just a double. Yeah, but what else could we need to... Uh, presumably, there'll be some kind of regular season plus playoff, cup, plus the Canadian Championship... And then something else to make it a quadruple. Yeah, yeah, we need to find a quadruple. We do, we really do. <sighs> AKA the double double, which will probably never happen, but it's hilarious. So presumably, one of the things, yeah, other be than various, delightful like, regional mocking, cups, you know, like the regional cups, we really do need. So this cup, the Ontario has. Cup, yes, <laughs> the Saskatchewan. Cup. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. TFC. Go to your Tim Hortons now to get your regional cup. TFC yeah. versus East Toronto under 17s for the for the Ontario Cup. Getting, it's the senior team. Instead of getting like mini Stanley Cups, you know, like the you go to Tim Hortons, you'll get like mini Canada Cups or Voyagers Cups or. God, I, to think I'd actually go into the store to get one of those. 
I know you would. <laughs> Tim Hortons, that was a free idea. CPL, that was a free idea. That's all I will do for you, Tim Hortons. <laughs> I work with enough people that drink Tim Hortons. They could get me one. I wouldn't have to go. <laughs> Scratch that. I wouldn't have to sell Scratch that. I'm now doing the Duncan move. I know too many people who go. They'll get it for me. I know. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be hard at all. The, the, Keep my resolve. care about this. So, yep. <laughs> So one Fantastic. of the things that has come out, other than delightful Tim Hortons mocking, um, is when the league is going to be launched, April of next year. That probably makes more sense than trying to do some weird late summer thing season. this year. Yes, let's not yeah. do that. I know. I was, uh, the half season was a kind of a unfortunate idea. I mean, the nerd in me wants the games to start like tomorrow. Oh, yes. sure, absolutely. So I was like, I'll take the half season, but it's not what I want. You know, it's that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that that died a fiery death. Yes. So. They still have not gone so far as to name the cities where the clubs are going to be, but they are saying eight to ten teams to start. Better than six to eight. That's, yes. yes. And again, I, I like that. Again, maybe that extra time gives a little more. Yep. The, the thing that I think is sort of the most important to most of us or the most interesting and sort of new bit of news other than when it's going to start is that they're – plan is to not do a MLS model single entity, um, mm-hmm. but that the clubs will operate independently under the CPL umbrella. That's good. And I, I think, I think, I think most best. of us would be, you know, pretty happy with that. Look, yeah. I, I don't, I still don't understand what Gam and Tam is. And I know you've, you've <laughs> don't even you, try to explain it to me. Nah, you know, knows, there's yeah. been attempts and, you know, full, full marks to those who took the time to go through the, Hastily, poorly written in pencil. Tom is a hat, much like what you're wearing. That's true. I'm jaunty. And Gab is a blowjob. And there you go. Duly noted. I did not know that. I don't know what part of England you're from, sir, but I'm going to visit it now. I I associate it with Irving Welsh books, so I'm presuming it's an Edinburgh thing. Gotcha. Gives a Barry Wee Gab. Ah. Gives a good good blowjob. Fabulous. Yes. So we've all learned something today. Yes. We're an educational podcast. Uh-huh. And what I've learned most importantly is that we're not doing stupid single entity bullshit. I want my transfers and trades to make fucking full sense. Exactly. Yes. Agreed in the optimistic, yeah, this is going to be I mean, great. Nothing's going to go wrong. I mean, there's still be caps be. and shit. I think but- there is... You know, this is going to be a fragile league, and you know maybe there'd be some sense to kind of having some kind of training wheels. Essentially, Look, wouldn't necessarily be a bad idea. I'm, I'm ideally, yeah, great idea. Have all the clubs independent, have promotion relegation. They're kind of talking about that. Absolutely, yes. Are you going to be able to get there? It's a risk, but I hope it works. Yeah, like I'm, I'm all for. Like as much as I want to see Canadian players get paid. A decent wage to be, you know, professional soccer players. If what it takes is not every like, out of the gates, we're not competing with the lower end of of MLS wages or whatever. I'm okay with that. I'm very okay with that because I want there to be. I want these guys to get paid over three years and not just one year and hope. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. Minimum wage. Do I want to whatever go? the minimum wage is or the lowest minimum wage in Canada is, that's what they'll get. <laughs> Nothing else. Yeah. Pay for their own benefits. Yeah. All those other Tim Hortons trips. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Yeah, screw you, Tim Hortons. I think the you um, did it to yourself. The the only thing in reading a couple of interviews with uh with the commish with Clanahan, um, 
is, and, and I, I guess it's unavoidable, although I always pray that it is, is that, you know, oh, we want to run it like the CHL. We see it as, you know, like, like the hockey. That's fine. Connecting to the communities. And I guess it's fine. Like, I grew up in two hockey towns, so I, I, I get that. But must we always be associated with hockey? I, I would we? I would I would agree with you for the most part however from a from a sports community grassroots from a stuff, from a sports business standpoint yes it is a wise it's thing. a very good model to follow I agree it's it's also a too, to they be like successful Canadian I know also I know. too it, that's a, that's a model that's got uh fuck I've lost track it's over 50 teams. Sure. So I mean, yeah, no, it's for those well, I, for I those of you who get part of slightly it, right? aroused at the idea of a fifty-team Canadian league, CHL. Move my chair <laughs> over here a little. That's well, not the chair you need to worry about. It's the table. <laughs> <laughs> so watch your drinks. Anyway, hasn't happened. I'm Don't make my I'm not, mother mad at you too. She's already mad at Bill Manning for spilling the beer on the table. Yeah, well, that's 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 his problem. He's got a drinking problem. Hashtag sure. Bill has a drinking problem. Yep. I'm kidding. He doesn't. He can't drink. Know. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. I, that, that's guy's pure sand. It's no joke. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's nice to see news coming out about the CPL, stuff we've been like waiting for and longing for. So mm. some news is good news. I suppose. Can we have some interesting news next? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Can we get like cities announced? That would be really yeah. good. Yeah. The clubs. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to roll out when the teams come out in March of this year and Three days before, CSA is going to do something spectacular. I feel it. Yeah, I fucking feel it. Yeah. Herman's going to be given a 10-year extension with no games played. Who, if, uh, if TFC beat Colorado, they, they play some kind of Mexican team. Puma's Tigres. So the other Mexican team. Tigres. Tigres. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tigres. Yes. So they'll, they'll announce it. So maybe it's like two days after it's like TFC beat Tigres in like the greatest moment in Canadian yes. soccer ever. <laughs> hey, hello. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, it's going to be. Here. Hello. He's got it. Hey, oh. He's got it. It's going to be, it's going to be like the Montreal semifinal, except somehow more fucking crazy. And then the next, the, the, the as everybody's recovering from the hangover of the most ultimate fucking cup tie in the history of the world. So we've got ten teams we want to roll out. Everybody, <laughs> come out on that stage. <laughs> You're like, you can have the biggest surprise ever. There's two Toronto teams and nobody's paying attention. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we got we got both Scarborough and uh, and West Toronto. They're gonna they're gonna. They're gonna have. They're both building brand new stadiums. Nobody cares still because they're still fucking. St- like a goal comeback is amazing. That should never <laughs> fucking happen. I, I like this, Duncan. Yeah. I like this narrative. Yeah. Let's go with that narrative. Let's make this happen. Yes. All right. Well, talking. I, I don't know if you're about to go. I was, but go ahead. Yeah, you were talking about saying uh, Toronto teams, whatever. Like, there was a list of like locations and everything, and yeah, it seems like the the, the closest we're gonna get is either Vaughn slash York oh, right. or Mississauga. Jimmy Brennan's involved with Vaughn York. So, I haven't heard Brennan this, but left okay, his position with um, TSN. No, no, no. Whatever uh, soccer club he's been associated with. Aurora. He was yeah. with the soccer club? Oh, that's yeah. nice for him. He left uh, to... Uh, basically, he, yeah, he is the linked with... The coffee making has gone way down at Aurora <laughs> since he left. Uh, he's been linked with... Uh, yeah, like... The York team or something like that. Oh my god, why is it? It's blending a decaf and the regular shit. It's just nobody's awake. 
Everybody's mad. If he can make it happen, then sure. Uh, yeah, so here we go. So he steps down as Aurora FC executive director um, to, uh, where is it? To pursue a position um, with a soon-to-be-announced, pursue an option in a soon-to-be-announced Canadian professional league. Ooh. There's a uh, different league? <laughs> so that's all it says. Wow. The, and the, both the sort of CPL? Like the, wow. There's speculation that, he that he's involved in a Vaughn-based. <laughs> and they're going to announce theirs the day of the 8-1 comeback. Yeah. Oh. Oh. The Canadian oh. Professional League. I mean, it, it sounds professional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. so he's, he's wow. expected to be involved with a York-based entry in the 10-team league. Huh. All right, well, sure. All, all the best. They're going to get people yeah. up to the Ontario Soccer Centre one way or another. <laughs> Since TFC2 won't be playing there anymore. So speaking of, right. before we sign off, right. I do want to thank everyone who has participated in the VMP Final Countdown yes. this year. Yes, thank yes. you thank very you. much. Uh, thank mm. you for, even for those of you who did not give me comments, <clears throat> Or did not feel the need to rank everybody. Seriously, why do you stress me out this way? But no, it was great to have so many people who participated this year. Um, we hope you've been enjoying the countdown thus far. Um, please feel free to to leave comments or to speak to us on Twitter about the rankings. Um, maybe realize that these come from a Toronto FC perspective and that... We're looking at the players based on their time with the senior team, not any other team. <laughs> Just saying. That's all. That's all. But uh, thanks for your commentary thus far. Those of you who didn't favor the video podcast this year, I got a big shitty grin, so this Duncan. <laughs> Go on. Uh, no, that's it. That's our show for this oh, week. Oh, it's our show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which is a crazily long show considering there's only three of us and fuck all to talk about. God damn it. Um, sorry, Mark. Yeah. So join us next week when someone will be here to discuss. Uh, we're going to talk about probably the Combine a little bit. Uh, super Draft. It's going to be so super. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe TFC will have done something by then. Sign some of the players. Who knows? Let somebody go. <laughs> we can't actually play the song because SoundCloud will shut us down again. Yeah, and, and, the, and, the, and they'll get It's Combine Harvester. Yeah. It's, it's delightfully so catchy good. shit it's if you don't Hopefully perfect. just that little 20 seconds. Like, if that gets us blocked, we are amazing. <laughs> yes. I say we quit. We just do karaoke professionally. Yes. All right. All right. I have been joined by two of the three usual members of the male part of the podcast. I have to find a uh, less okay. stressful way to say this every uh, week. Um, sitting I'm across joined by two me. of the three other regular assholes. <laughs> <laughs> there's a suggestion for future yeah. sitting across the table for me as per usual to be found on the twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher Mr. Duncan Fletcher I got 40 acres sitting next to me as per usual to be found on the tweet machine at Kittner Mark with a K not a Q Mr. Mark Hinckley oh crap I can't think of another lyric of the song <laughs> um thank you <laughs> Fuck. I, I was so trying to catch a lyric in my mind, and I couldn't, because half the time he just sounds like he's half drunk when he's singing it. So true. I couldn't pull, like, ah, oh, shit. I was, no. Uh, uh. 
<laughs> As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Toronto, and I guess Canada, get used to it. Oh my God, we have to get used to it as a country now. Point of the whole Seabrook thing, it used to say made in Yorkshire, now it just says made with pride. Was that supposed to be a synonym? No. Are hey, they, are they're they no gluten longer, free. Are they no longer and proud of the I'm, I'm worried that the, I'm, I'm saddened the that the prawn cocktail chips are vegetarian. Does not contain actual prawn. Pescatarian? It says vegetarian. Mm, okay. So is it prawn flavoring? What does it have cocktail? That's what I want to know. Oh, yeah. It's such a bizarre flavor. I mean, to me, it's a bizarre flavor because, like, we, we've got... The closest we've got is probably all dressed, but this is a little nicer than all dressed. Oh, this is way better. Thank you. Thanks, Duncan. Thank you for the, thank You're you for the snacky snacks. I've, I've been going through so many bags of those. I, I get a, a box from my parents for oh. Christmas, and wow. it's, it's full of... Basically, these things are used as, as like, packaging. <laughs> now you get those, like, little air bubble things you mm. kind of put around things. Basically, that's, uh, yeah. There's a bunch of things and then just bags of crisps packed all around it. It that's works very well. That's amazing. Mm. All right. Let's, let's, let's do this shit so you guys aren't here all night. All night. All night. All night. All It's a, it's a shame because I would uh, like this would be a good time to get somebody who's an expert on the fucking show. Just and 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 they don't even have to they don't have to be necessarily pro. They just have to explain to me why this is a good idea. Like I want somebody who just has more inside baseball knowledge than I do. Yeah. Just just humor me. Yeah. Explain on, to me. Come on, Jason DeVos. Put your big boy pants on. Come here. Tell us why this works. Ah. <laughs> God, nope. that'd be a fucking coup. Well, apparently he goes for coffee in a coffee shop that is literally three blocks from my apartment. All right, you're in charge of uh, Louis Devos oh, then. God, as soon as he, as soon as he realizes I know Duncan, that's that shit's over. Feel free to announce me for the sake of the show, Mark. Yeah, it's okay. No, no. All right. All Look, right. I needed a bright spot today. Okay. <laughs> Just one. Just one duck. Mm. Have a tic tac. No, I, <laughs> I can't. It doesn't have my name on it. <laughs> what? I forgot my name on it. Yeah. Did all the other kids at the party get a bag with their name on it? Oh, that was so uh, nice. Uh, I, hope, so- I, hope, I, I hope they like their Barbie you got them. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. I like that there are instructions on how to close it too. Press and seal. Ooh. Oh. It's freezer safe. 
So microwave safe. Ooh. So either 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 whoever gave you that bag thought you were from a from a cave, or uh, the good people at Ziploc thought you were from a cave. Either way, it's kind of condescending. I've. That worked. The press and seal thing worked. Wow. Science. I know. Yes. The future is now. Yes. For those of you who had the video podcast, I, I just sealed a, a Ziploc bag. With her it name on it. exciting stuff, let yeah. me tell you. We First weren't time, sure. No. I, wow. I know. It's, yeah. I know. Technology. All right. We have to make up for the fact that Tony's not here. So. It's true. It's true. Uh, we got to give We got to We have to give minds, the people stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Easter is a country now. Wow. That's oh. True. Fuck. Sorry, man. Blame oh. the CSA, not me. Yeah. I didn't do it. Everyone else in the rest of the country was perfectly happy not getting used to it. I know, well, but now, yeah. they don't have any fucking choice. Getting yeah. used to it? Oh, you mean that Toronto problem? No. <laughs> huh. We're, we're safe from it up in our perches here in Calgary. Nope. Now you get We're coming too. for you.